to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, yeah. us. It's Ariel and Raylene. What's up? <laughs> From coast to coast. <laughs> so true. We should add that into our introduction. We right. Every time. I love it. From coast to coast. BC to Nova Scotia until I figure out how to make Raylene move to Nova Scotia. Um... <laughs> Hey, Raylene, how are you doing? How's it going? Oh, good. I feel like... <laughs> good. Yeah, we're we... giddy right now because we just did a live show exactly. with our patrons. We're just like on a high. We had so much fun. It was really good old time. On the first Sunday of every month, we do a, a live stream with our patrons where we read for a little bit and then we just chat and laugh. And today we talked all about calm and soothing reality television, such mm. as... The Great British Bake Off, Portrait Artist and Landscape Artist of the Year, Blown Away was the glass blowing competition. Mm-hmm. There was a yep. florist show, the the pottery throwdown. It was incredible. It was incredible. It was great. We learned a lot of great new shows to watch. <laughs> yeah, and um, weather report here on the East Coast. It's very sunny, and we're having a heat wave. Um, it's been a lot hotter than it has been for the. La- it's been pretty rainy the last few weeks. And uh, the last couple of days, it's just been blazing hot. How is it over there, Raylene? We've kind of been having the opposite situation. Mm. The last past couple of weeks have been blazing hot, and this weekend now <laughs> is just like gloomy, which is a nice change for me. I do yeah, have like yeah, 33 yeah. degree weather. That's no, not my vibe. <laughs> me neither. I hope it calms down. I hope it calms down. I also am like, <laughs> obviously, everyone listening to the podcast knows I bought a really old house and. Um, it does not have air conditioning. So I mm. actually spent yesterday attached staple gunning screens, you know, like a uh, screen material to yeah. the outside of the upstairs windows so that at nighttime we can open our windows and oh, not yeah. have bugs fly in, but have like a breeze because it's so hot. Um, just the, the, the first of my many attacks on this house to cool it the heck down in the mm-hmm. winter i was just trying to make it hot and now the summer i'm just trying to make it cool <laughs> one day i'll figure it out um yeah. it's an exciting it's an exciting moment though it's june 6th we're at the beginning of a new month of, of it's like summer's almost here um and a couple of important things to talk about right off mm-hmm. the bat number one we are both vaccinated ladies and gentlemen so absolutely and unbelievably exciting exciting so Raylene was supposed to get you were supposed to get your vaccine before me but then in a crazy turn of events Mm -hmm. I got my vaccine before you but yeah how's your experience was it good what did you get (laughs) I like your it was good I got Pfizer oh I got I got Moderna so let's oh wow interesting (laughs) we can talk about our different experiences so yeah Kyle and I both got the Pfizer vaccine Mm. and um my arm was so goddamn sore for a whole day like there was just a whole day where I felt like nothing if anything just touched my arm even a little bit Mm. I was like yeah (laughs) it was not good Kyle didn't get it quite as badly as me so I guess it's just me being um I don't know being weaker or having smaller (laughs) arms or something I don't really know but it affected me in a much more extreme way than it Mm. did to Kyle but it was fine after like the next day was okay it was still a little sore but not so bad and um i feel great now <laughs> so well perfect yeah i mean we uh how was your but how was the experience of like getting it like was it busy were there a lot of people your age because obviously here in canada yeah. we're doing it by age bracket so starting um both with indigenous groups and who were most at risk and with um 
like I think it was plus 80s that were most at risk. So we yeah. started with those groups and then we started just going we're down the down. slots until we got yeah. to 25 plus and Raylene and I were like, sign us the hell up. Finally. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a good mixture. There were mm-hmm. lots of people who were older than me that were there. Oh, there was actually a couple of kids that were getting vaccinated. Cool. So I was like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. Um, so it was cool. The way they had it set up was really interesting like there's just like all these chairs in a like ro- in rows kind yeah, of yeah. like you, how you would imagine like doing an exam or something yes like just single desks kind of yeah. all lined up in a big gymnasium essentially and then the nurse would just sit on a slot like on a rolly chair and she would give someone the vaccine then kind of slide over to the oh next my person God, and ask them a so few questions give them the vaccine. so it was just like cool. set up really well Efficient. and then they would put a little sticky note saying when you're allowed to leave because you have to sit there for 15 minutes okay. and then you just go so it was it, like it was busy but we had an appointment so we yes. showed up and there were chairs basically ready for Reserve. us because like, it was yeah. constantly cycling through all the people so it oh, was a very cool. like efficient system so yeah i'm excited to get my next dose <laughs> oh am i that's awesome all right well yeah mine was a bit different because basically obviously we moved here to nova scotia from bc um mm-hmm. and right away when i moved i was like we need to get our nova scotia health cards because yeah. I don't want anything bad to happen with the vaccine that like where we get delayed or something. So right. we all applied for our health cards, but for some reason my brothers didn't show up. It just it it's like he applied <laughs> just like we all did, but they never yeah. showed up. So finally the twenty plus spot spot opened up. So CJ uh, who edits the podcast could um he's he's there right now editing it he's listening to it and he's just like ariel why are you telling this very boring story but he basically he they like they wouldn't let him book online because he didn't have a nova scotia health card oh. and i was like this is so annoying because I, I i looked on the little portal and there were slots available in town and like um like a couple days after mine was gonna happen a couple days after we were googling it and so I was like, I wonder if we can just call this pharmacy. Like, maybe they have the ability to schedule you in. So we called them and they were like, are you here in town? And we were like, yeah, we live right here. And they're like, if you can come in the next five minutes, we have three extra doses. And we were like, <laughs> zoom, we were out of here. We uh, So me... CJ and my boyfriend Connor, we all got the vaccines at the same time, but the place was already shutting down. Like it was, oh. I think they closed at like 4.30 and we showed up at like 4.40 or something. So like everything yeah. was shutting down. We were the last people in there, except for one other person who clearly had gotten a call that they had an extra. Um, mm. And so, yeah, similar to you, like there were all these spaced out chairs. So we got our vaccine and then we sat in a chair, but the big difference is they gave us a little timer So you had like a little kitchen timer and you were just holding it (laughs) until it beeped 15 minutes in and then you were allowed to leave. (laughs) Like, all right, off I go. (laughs) But yeah, symptom wise, I felt the exact same as you. That that day, my, for that evening, my arm was a little sore, but the next day my arm was super sore. Um, But other than that, I think maybe I felt a little more tired than usual, but I also just felt so excited. Like literally the, all of the volunteers, (laughs) the, the, the nice old ladies who were at the place were just like, why are you guys so excited? You guys are so thrilled. And we're like, are you kidding me? This is fantastic. We were we were like bouncing off the walls to get these vaccines. And then the next day we were all just like lethargic a little bit and, and our arms yeah. were sore, but we were like so excited still. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so everyone out there, we had a really positive experience with it. If you are able to get your vaccine, absolutely go out and get it. Um, and if you aren't currently able to, I'm sure you will be able to get it soon. Hope is coming. Um, mm-hmm. The other exciting news is that it's June, 
which means it's both Pride Month. Um, I think that's pretty international, right? It's kind of like Pride yeah. Month everywhere. Um, so. And here in Canada, it's also National Indigenous History Month. Um, so we, we thought it would be fun to recommend a book from... Um, I guess we actually we didn't talk about whether it was a queer author or if it's uh, like queer characters. I guess mine is both. Is mm-hmm. yours both? I don't know. Um, and then so. yeah, and then an indigenous um, book. Just give out some recommendations. So Raylene, you started off. Um, what are you okay. recommending us? So the book that I'll be recommending for Pride is I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson. Mm. This is one that was quite popular in the YA yeah, sphere totally. when it came out. Um, but I don't hear many people talk about it anymore. Mm. But it is such a great book. I loved it so much back when I read it. It's about twins mm. and um, Noah, who's the brother. It's a girl and boy twin combo. <laughs> and um, the and Noah is, he's gay and he's an artist and he's kind of shy. And then Jude, who's the sister, is kind of a more outgoing daredevil type of person. Mm. And it's really, what I love about this book is that it has two timelines. So there's the timeline when they're both 13, I think it was. And then there's another timeline when they're both 16. And things okay. have changed drastically between those two timelines. And so you kind of get to see what's going on and things unveil themselves mm. as you read the book, obviously. And it is it's just such a great book. So I highly recommend that one. Yeah, did you want to recommend your Pride yeah, book? Yeah, I'll do my Pride book. Um, so I'm doing, Raylene's doing novels. I'm doing graphic novels. We thought that would be fun. And mm-hmm. I had to, had to, had to recommend Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me uh, by Mariko, Mariko Tamaki and Rosemary Valero O'Connell. Uh, this book. <laughs> 10 Never out of 10. Old. Never gets old. Um this i the one of the reasons I, I picked this one is just because like if you've never read a graphic novel what a great place to start i mm-hmm. think that it's such a great story such beautiful illustration it's pink what more do you want um but really it's about our main character freddie who is um in a bad relationship with this girl laura dean And Mm -hmm. it's about her coming to terms with like, what is it that you want in a relationship? And how do you get that? And actually, when I think about this book, I think about that quote from Perks of Being a Wallflower, where Sam says, uh, we accept the love we think we deserve. That, Mm. I feel like that quote should be the epigraph to this novel. So that's really, it's a really good book. And Raylene also loves it. So double recommendation. But yes, for our um, indigenous pick, we had the fun idea of doing a TBR challenge. So we have both picked a book that we are going to read in the next two weeks. And um, if you want to pick the, pick it up out there, our people, uh, feel free to do so and join us for it. But yeah, we're going to read these books and, um, and we'll let you know how we feel about them in two weeks mm-hmm. time. Yeah, because this is a book that I was planning on picking up soon anyway. So it's kind of perfect to do TBR challenge. And that book is Five Little Indians by Michelle Good. Mm. This is a book I found at a thrift store a little while ago and was very lucky find because this one is a 2021 release, I think. It didn't come out too long ago, or 2020, sorry. But still, uh, But wow. this one is about Vancouver in the 1960s. It's about mm. residential schools. So it's going to be a tough read, but I, I want to read more books like this so I can get more of a like perspective from an actual ind- indigenous person and not just reading you know wikipedia pages and stuff yeah, so yeah that's that no, no shame i'm not trying to shame you for reading wikipedia <laughs> pages but um yeah i would like to read more indigenous books in general so yeah this one i've heard my next one i've heard really good things about that one 
Um, this one that I'm really excited about, I think I bought last year. I, I'm pretty sure I bought it last summer, so it would be perfect to read it this summer. It's This Place 150 Years Retold. It is, like I mentioned, a graphic novel. And it is um, an anthology of 10 yeah. different stories from 10 different indigenous um creators authors illustrators etc and the foreword is by alicia elliott who we've mentioned on the podcast before um but yeah i think this is such a cool project like it was because canada had its 150 years uh yeah. i don't know a couple years ago i don't remember what year it was <laughs> it shows how good i am know, right it's kind of funny um <laughs> uh, well, uh, 18 what did, when was canada 1867 <laughs> Uh-oh, I'm letting everyone down. Um, that's fine. But obviously that is one version of Canadian history. So getting this perspective on 150 years of, um, from, yeah, from the Indigenous perspective, it's going to be awesome. It's, and it looks beautiful. And like, I mean, you know, I've read a couple of graphic novel anthologies over the last year or two. And mm. they're really fun because you get like, you know, I mean, it's the same as reading a short story collection or whatever, but you, yeah. you get different flavors. And, and because this is different authors for the stories, it's just like totally right. different things. So I'm really excited about that. And I think it's fun that we're doing a little TBR challenge together. We'll check in. We'll check in in two weeks, everyone. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, now it's time for us to jump into our usual rigmarole. Uh, we're going to talk. Let's start with, did you finish anything you want to talk about? Mm. <laughs> I did. Well, last time we were we were chatting, I was talking about how I was reading The Office, the untold story yeah. of the greatest sitcom of the 2000s by Andy Green, and I finished it, and it was incredible. Oh, it good. was so good. I loved it all the way through. It was exactly what I wanted it to be, and Yay. it has inspired me to do a giant rewatch of The Office. Mm. I actually watched the UK Office for the first time oh. after I finished this book. I, I binged the whole thing in like a couple of days. Did you like and, it? Um, I did. I love that it has such, like, the American one has quite a similar feel to it. Mm -hmm. So watching the UK one, I was like, this, it's just The Office, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. got different characters and, you know, they make different jokes, but it still has the exact same flavor, in my opinion. So I liked it, but I do think I like the American one more because there's more of it. Sure, The UK yeah. one is only 12 episodes or 14 episodes if you include the, the couple of special episodes that That's came out crazy. at the end. Um, yeah, so 14 episodes, whereas the American one has over 100 episodes. So it's right. just a different kind of feeling. Same, and I like totally. how you get to be with the characters for longer. But anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> I loved that book. And then I also finally reread Grave Mercy by Robin Lefevers. Oh my God, you did and, it. Yeah, this is so exciting. I did it. You've I been telling me it. for months that you wanted to do this. <laughs> I know. And I finally did it. And I'm glad that I did. However, it wasn't oh, no. as... Oh no. Oh uh, no. Well, one <laughs> thing I was going to say, it's not as fantasy as I wanted like, okay, to be reading sure. in this moment. You know how I've been talking about how I want to read more fantasy books in the summer? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's more historical fiction. It doesn't really yeah. have many fantasy elements, yeah. which I knew. I've already read it, so obviously I know this, but um, for some reason I was surprised. Yeah. <laughs> and But yeah, I, I would say I didn't love it quite as much as when I first read it. Mm. Um, it took me a lot longer to read it this time around, and mm. I think that's just because of life being busy, but yeah. I really enjoyed reading it in one sitting when I first read it, because it's a, quite an exciting book. Mm. But yeah, I, I at this point, I'm not sure how invested I am in the series. I'm not sure if I really care enough to read the next two, because they are about different characters. It's more of a companion right. series. I'm um, kind of like Anne and the French Kiss. Um, 
So it's kind of like that. So I'm not sure. I, I need people to convince me one way or the other. Yeah. At the moment, I'm just like, I want more fantasy. I don't really feel like reading historical fiction. So mm, I might read mm -hmm. them down the road, but I'm a little unsure. Have you but... read the other two before? No, okay, I haven't. Okay. I only read Grave Mercy and then I stopped and meant to read the next two for years and years Classic. and then never ended up doing it because I wanted to reread Grave Mercy. But now here I am. <laughs> I reread Grave Mercy and I'm not sure what I want to do now. I think it's been too long. Cause the other thing is they are quite YA-y, which is fine. It's just, I, I think I want a little bit more grit, especially mm -hmm. in a story about assassins, you know? Right. Totally. Know. Totally. Gosh. Well, I'm glad that you reread it. I'm sorry it didn't go as as well as we'd hoped, but at least you finally got to check that mentally off your list. Exactly. Yeah. I did it, and I can move on. Um. Okay. I haven't finished anything. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over here. I mean, part, partly it's just that there's a lot going on over here, but yeah. and like non-reading non related things. It's just been kind of a busy few weeks. But yeah, I just haven't been reading. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what <laughs> to so say. Sad. What do I even say about that? But um, we can shift into what we're currently reading yeah. um, because I did start a book last night, and then um, we did our live show this morning, and I read a bit more yeah. of it then. So I am. Well, yeah, I'm about halfway through Seance Tea Party by Raymena Yi. Wow. This just book so is so beautiful. It is so, so, so beautiful. This is, um, I went to a bookshop. I went to a bookshop, ladies and gentlemen. I, I Gosh, did it. I went to a bookshop. I, uh, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah, I totally did, where I couldn't leave my municipality. <laughs> I was trapped. Right. Finally, those rules, uh, were lifted or, or removed or whatever. Restrictions have eased. And I was allowed to leave my municipality. And the first thing I did was go to a bookshop. So of course. I uh, saw this in the like little graphic novel section. And I was like, how have I not heard of this? This is absolutely beautiful. It is middle grade. Um, so maybe that's why I haven't heard of it. Because I'm not really in tune with the middle grade scene. But um, it's beautiful. It's a, it's a graphic novel about a 12-year-old girl who's super imaginative and loves make-believe and basically loves being a kid and she's sort of scared of growing up a lot of her friends like you know they're they're becoming 13 they're becoming they're getting into that teenage thing and she says that all of her kids are like or all of her friends i mean are obsessed with memes <laughs> she says they're Gosh, obsessed with, they? with like memes and like celebrity culture and like looking good and fashion and she's like all i want to do is play and I'm, she's like scared of growing up. Um, and so then she's she's playing around one day and she's doing this little seance tea party and a ghost appears. And um, I think that the ghost is gonna help her grow up, really. I think it- You think? You, yeah, the more I think about it too, I just had an epiphany. I was like, that ghost is gonna tell her to grow up in the way that the ghost never can, you know? She's like, I can't yeah. grow up. You have to grow up for me. Wow, that's definitely coming. Bet's oh, on. Man. I put my $100 bet in now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's really beautiful. Like, just stunning illustration style and, and the coloring. Oh, the coloring. Yikes. So, anyways, <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. I should honestly finish it today or tomorrow because... 
yeah you just you just fly through a graphic novel like that it's true what are you currently reading well excitingly i'm reading two books that i've been dying to read well that's and good actually, they kind of the colors go together this is gonna make a great picture on instagram um so <laughs> i am reading detransition <gasps> baby by tori peters because this is the one Hard month cover challenge yes one month since i bought it so i am reading it i haven't finished it that's okay. so i don't know if that counts i think it counts because you are okay. actively reading it. yeah i'm reading it and i am not gonna stop reading it i'm gonna finish yeah. it because it's great i'm really enjoying it so far i'm about 100 pages in i think mm. almost 88 <laughs> almost there <laughs> and um this is really good. Oh, I'm really great. enjoying it so far. It's full of like sex positivity and mm. kind of just talking about the trans community in a way I've never heard someone just kind of talk about it mm -hmm. and like just being super open and I'm loving it. I'm it's it's giving me a new person not necessarily a new perspective, but I feel like I'm learning a lot. Yeah, I just yeah, feel like yeah. I'm learning a lot about a community I don't know enough about. Mm -hmm. So I'm really enjoying that. That's awesome. And then I also just started reading Loveless yeah. by Alice Oseman. As you know, I was reading this during our live show, and um, I'm actually doing a reading vlog for this one for the patrons, so this it'll be out at some point. I'm not sure when. <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely not going to be on time. But anyway, so this one is also very good. This one is about a girl named Georgia who has just graduated high school, and her and her two friends are both going to the same university, um, and she is kind of trying to discover who she is. She hasn't ever been kissed, hasn't been like attracted to anyone and she's so confused about it and it's mm. because she's asexual but she hasn't quite clicked that in her mind yet mm -hmm. but it's super great so i wanted to be reading a lot of um lgbt books for pride month and so far it's off to a great start because i'm loving both of the books i'm reading cool um so yeah it's just nothing but good over here <laughs> having a great time <laughs> Nothing but parties and sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, I'm having a happy reading time right now, which is great. Yeah, I think that is great. Um, I sort of feel like... Do you remember last last time we talked? I was, like, talking about how I was growing sick of myself. Mm, <laughs> I was like, I'm yes. sick of myself for not reading. Like, I just haven't making. it. I feel like I'm pushing through a mental block, and I'm about to emerge a reading butterfly. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Imagine... Really, imagine like next week we show up and I've read like five books. I'm just like, oh, that would be great. That yeah. I could see that for you. Don't get I your really don't get your it. hopes up, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> My advice to you is grab a book that you've been dying to read for a long time and just read it. Cause that's, that's what I'm doing. Hard good, and it feels really that's good. That's good advice. Just just yeah. It's just like I, uh, <laughs> I can just imagine you grabbing my face and staring me in the eyes and just being like, just <laughs> read. <laughs> Just do it. Sit down and read. I know you can do it. Well, maybe I can't read, but I sure can buy books. Let's go onto a book haul. <laughs> Gosh, ain't that the truth? So because I have the same um because I haven't been reading, I just I didn't have. Uh, I actually started. To, <laughs> this is a fun behind the scenes fact. I started two different reading vlogs for the Patreon. I started like reading a book. Well, I, I was basically like, what book should I read? Here are some great choices. And I finally picked a book and I was like, this is the one I'm going to read. And I didn't start reading it. So I was like, okay, <laughs> scrap that. And like a week later, I was like, God, Ariel, you got to post your video. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll pick a short book that you're like really excited about. Yeah. Pick that book. So I did start reading it, but I didn't make it past like page six. And I was oh. like, okay, crap. I'd scrap that because that's now like been a week a week in the making so i was like what do i do what do i do so i actually ended up filming a book haul because like i mentioned i went to a bookshop recently 
And yeah. um, that's where I got Seance Tea Party. But I did a book haul for the patrons. So I hope they're all okay with that. I think it's fun to kind of do alternative videos sometimes. Um, <laughs> and I think the patrons would hate it if I like forced myself to read like a book I didn't, yeah. I wasn't enjoying or whatever. But I had a lot of fun doing the book haul for everyone. So that's now up on the Patreon. But today I want to haul some, a couple other books that are just ones I got in the mail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so That's these, all I have, These too. are different to the books that I showed in that haul. So uh, cool. only the patrons will know about those books until I one day read them <laughs> and uh, talk we'll about them. We'll see about that. I got some really cool books, though, um, honestly. But anyways, I'll, I'll show them to you really later. I'm, I'm not expecting okay. you to watch that vlog. But okay, okay, okay. Where do I, where do I begin? Okay, okay, okay. I got this book. Common Ground by Naomi Ishiguro. So I saw this somewhere, I don't know where, I saw it somewhere, and I was like, Ishiguro? Like, as in Kazuo Ishiguro? And yes, this is his daughter. And I think that's so cool. Like, I love, I love it when I see family-run businesses. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. yeah, I'm a mechanic in my dad's shop, and it was his dad's before him, and like, I'm just like, that is so cool and i'm just mm -hmm. like writer family that is amazing <laughs> and like obviously i am sure that naomi wants to stand on her own and she doesn't want to be thought of as kazuo ishiguro's daughter only um mm -hmm. but that is a cool fact and i will judge this book on its own merits um but it was a cool way to figure um, to learn about the book and so her other her i think her debut novel is called escape roots um and it got blurbed really highly. Neil Gaiman loved it. Um, he did a very Neil Gaiman-y type blurb. He said, stories that start like delicate webs and finish like unbreakable wire traps. Very good, Neil Gaiman. <laughs> very good. He must blurb so many books that he's just having to get creative now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, I could not find this book anywhere. So I ended up having to order it from England. And I'm going to tell you what, yeah. I did not realize how bad the 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 uh the conversion is between the canadian dollar and the great british pound Ooh. because when i got <laughs> i like paid for it and it was like this and another book I, it was like 40 pounds or something with shipping um yeah. and then it was like it hit my bank account and it was like you spent 86 dollars on books and i was like when <laughs> what the hell and i looked and it was just I, like i was like okay i will not be buying any more books from england until i'm in england um <laughs> But yeah, what even is this book about? I, I read the synopsis once and I was like, yeah, this sounds great. And now I don't even remember what it's, it says. It's a lonely life for Stan at a new school that feels more ordeal than fresh start. Um, Stan. I'll, yeah, I remember this also being interesting. How often, Raylene, do you read books where the author is a woman, but she's writing a male's perspective? Not very often. Right? I, I feel like that is, I don't, uh, that I don't. Uh, happen upon that very often either um no, so there's these not. two different characters stan and charlie um and i think that they kind of fall away in life but then it says the pair part ways until their paths cross again years later in london so it's about a it's a it says it's a coming of age story and a, a story about friendship that's fine. I, I don't Fantastic. know. I, I thought, thought it sounded great. Also, just for the record, so everyone knows, the book is a hardcover. <gasps> Holy shit. This keeps happening. <laughs> Why do I keep effing doing this? I'm so dumb. <laughs> okay. I have a feeling I'm going to be picking your next read in a, in a month. That's very stressful because book. it's big. 
It's a big old book. Mm-hmm. How many pages is this? Ah, oh, Christ. Now, now I have a little bit of a, a little anger towards Miss Naomi Ishiguro. Got me in this bind. <laughs> now you're angry at her. Uh, 418 pages. I haven't read a 1400 page. Er, <laughs> I, I haven't read a 400 page book in like approximately 18 years. So that's not going to be happening anytime soon. I'll do my best. But you know what? It'll be sort of fun if one of us will have to get our punishment. The exactly. other book that I got from that same order was Outline by Rachel Cusk. Ooh. Have you read a nice copy? I haven't, but I've never seen such a nice copy of it. Raylene, the the American copies, like the North American copies of this book, are a sin to humanity. Uh (laughs) When compared to what's going on in Europe with the Rachel Cusk covers, oh my god. So basically when I was in, where the hell was I? Greece? Paris? I don't remember. I was somewhere and I saw one of these covers and I was like, oh my god, I love that. I've heard such great things about Rachel Cusk. Yes, Cusk. I'll buy that. And I I bought Transit. Uh, I didn't realize it was the second in a trilogy because it doesn't say it anywhere. Uh, I I hate when they do that. But anyway, this is the first book and I finally have it. So it is a paperback. So there's no pressure. (laughs) (laughs) You can read it anytime you want. I'm really glad this next book isn't a hardcover because it's a 700-page biography of Lucy Maud Montgomery's life. (laughs) Of course. I needed it, Raylene. Uh, Speaking of reading in-depth Wikipedia articles, as you were saying earlier, (laughs) I went down a rabbit hole, I'll tell you that much. And um, I was like, I want to know more about Lucy Maud Montgomery. So I started like looking up like, does she have good biographies? And this one is like far and away the highest reviewed, really like the, the, the woman who wrote it, Mary Henley Rubio is listen please listen to this okay mary henley rubio is university professor emeritus at the university of Guelph. she co-edited the selected journals of all of ellen montgomery she co-authored writing a life ellen montgomery and edited harvesting thistles the textual garden of ellen montgomery her most recent book <laughs> is the norton critical edition of anne of green gables by ellen montgomery what? <laughs> she's obsessed she is the woman to write this book um so anyways i'm really excited about this it has some photographs in there it looks like it's a really good biography but it is 700 pages long so the final book i'm gonna mention in my my little book haul here is that i bought um the alpine path by um ellen montgomery (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually sick of saying ellen montgomery that's enough (laughs) lucy lucy maud um so when i was doing all this research about Lucy. I can't say it anymore. I'm just going to call her <laughs> Lucy. Just call her the author. <laughs> when, when I was doing all this research about her, I was, um, I heard about this book, The Alpine Path. So basically, back in 1917, she was asked by a newspaper to write a column for a few weeks or a few months um, about her career, like her, her life as a writer. And she did that. And they were these like really apparently intimate and interesting portrayals of what it, why, like why she became a writer, what that process was like and um, her, her childhood in PEI. And I was like, this sounds incredible. And so they made this, I don't, I don't have it in front of me. I don't know where I, I don't have no idea where I put it. Things have really spiraled out of control in this desk. There's like literally hundreds of books, but I don't know what's going on. I'm being, I mean, that would be the way that I go. 
I'm just slowly suffocated by the books that I have piled around me. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, Makes sense. they made this collection of, of all of those articles and it looked, it's so beautiful. You, I showed you the cover, I think. Did yeah. I? Show, yeah, it's so, so gorgeous. And I actually got this one secondhand, which I've never done online. Have you ever bought a, like a used book online? No, Me I neither. can't say that I have. Obviously I've bought used books like at used bookstores, but never online. I took a risk, I took a chance and it showed up in it's really good condition. I'm really excited to post a photo of this one to the Instagram because it's so beautiful. But that's one of the reading vlogs I started. I started reading this oh. one and I was just sort of laughing because I was like, just like Stephen King, just like Haruki Murakami, I've never actually read one of their novels. I haven't yeah. read Anne of Green Gables, but I'm going to read her obscure little memoir that she wrote a <laughs> hundred years ago. But yeah, that's my weird little haul. Raylene, what do you got? I have a weird little haul as well. So Love it. firstly, just yesterday I checked the mail and I finally got my last three pun oh, puns. Good. good night pun pun by Inio Asano. I got volume five, six, and seven. And weirdly, look at how small the seventh one is. Yeah, it's, it's like really half the size thin. of the rest. Gosh. So that's kind of scary. A little scared. Well, I know that's exactly <laughs> what I said. I'm like, I'm a little bit scared by how short it is. But anyway, so I'm really hyped to hopefully read these in the next few weeks because yeah. I just gotta know how pun pun's story ends. And um, I also have a friend that I've been lending the book too Mm. she's gotten invested in pun pun as well so i'm like we need to know what's going on (laughs) so finally got those which is very exciting um i've also just been getting stuff in the mail because i went crazy buying books a few weeks ago and i I am not buying any more books in june like i've decided last month was too crazy i am not allowed to buy a single book this month so i'm just trying to catch up on reading but anyway so i'll see how that goes let's see how that goes i swear to god i'm gonna be so good this month but i'm still there's still at least like three or four books that'll be coming in i know i did the same because i was well, actually, speaking of which, I have my two pre-orders, the two of the books that I was allowing myself yes. to buy, they're on the way. Oh my so god! So I'll be hauling those probably next time, yeah. so I'll talk about them later. Okay, but awesome. anyways, two, two more of the books that I got in the mail uh, recently are two James Baldwin books. So I got Dark Days, which is one of those little, yes. cute, mint green, uh, what are these even called? Modern. Penguin Modern. Yeah. And it's one of these ones. So uh, it, it was like a couple of bucks so i was like yeah. why not i've like i've been talking about i want to get more james baldwin i want to read more of his stuff and this one is i presume just an essay it's under 50 pages long so yeah i'm excited to have that and then i also got giovanni's room by oh, james baldwin yeah. which i have read this great is the cover. first yeah it's great it's the great loves series done by penguin yeah if you look at all of them you'll realize that they are quite erotic looking as you might remember ariel yes. i sent you a you picture of a whole bunch of them <laughs> yeah. they are quite erotic this one is just leaves which is nice but um it's a series of books presumably that are all kind of romantic um books which this one definitely is i read this book many years ago and absolutely loved it so Mm. i figured it was about time i got myself a copy Mm -hmm. and um i just couldn't say no to this beautiful little copy so yeah i got that i'll definitely post that on the instagram and then the last book i got is very very exciting homesick for another world by otessa (gasps) moshfeg Uh oh. I've been dying to get this book. Yeah, I'm going to surpass you. I'm going to read more Otessa Moshfeg before you do. This is one of those things. I'm going to hate that. This one is a short story collection, so they, like, there was no reason for me not to have this book. Yeah, totally. I've also been dying to read Eileen, but I, um, have it as on as an ebook so i'm mm. not gonna buy it until i've read it but anyway so <laughs> i've got a couple of otessa moshfegs lined up and ready to read and i am very very excited about do it. do you remember i mentioned that i read the first story in that collection and that it's you like eerily, oh, yeah. yeah it's eerily similar to my year of rest and relaxation right. um it's a teacher who lives kind of 
lives at the school that she teaches at and she's like mm-hmm. like sleeps in like a weird place and then she like will leave the leave the school to go to a bodega like to a little convenience store right. that, there's like all of these parallels and i'm just like this was a prototype um definitely and that yeah. story is called bettering myself yeah one who's wondering i don't know if you can find it anywhere else but in this book but there you go <laughs> <laughs> they have the information now well yeah. all right it's time for us to jump in to book news <laughs> Are two pieces of book news that I have for you today, Raylene. The first one you okay. already know about. You texted yeah, me I, and I was angry at you. Couldn't help it. I'm invested in awards. <laughs> it's true. The International Booker Prize 2021 was announced. You will all remember that we got excited about this prize. We purchased some of these books. Um, we didn't read any of them in time, did no wait, yeah, you read the employees. Yeah, that's the only one that I actually received in time to read, and I read it right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the rest you were getting from your library, right? I forget. Yeah, I got them, but then I just didn't feel like reading them at that moment. Yes. But that's... spoiler alert, I did order one of them, and it's on the way to me in the mail right now. Woo-hoo! <laughs> um, but yes, the winner was announced, and the winner was At Night All Blood is Black. Um, let me, uh, wait, I want to find the translator because whenever the good part of the, the cool thing about this prize is always that it's like, it's kind of awarded to both the author and the translator. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the book is written by David Diop and the translator was Anna Moscovacus, um, translated from French. So that's exciting. Um, I, I think that was one of the ones that you had gotten from the library, maybe. Yeah, and I definitely will get it out again yeah. and read it at some point. I just wasn't in the right mood for it because it's about war. Yeah, and, that's a very um, specific mood. You gotta, you I gotta wanna be ready. I want to read about summery happy things <laughs> if I can right now. Yeah, I feel that. So um, yeah. congrats to the winner. I hope that you guys out, uh, listening out there enjoyed our kind of month saga with uh, this prize or two months of us being excited about this prize kind of excited to do it all again next year um, i know i can't wait for the long list to be announced right? then we have a little bit more time to you know actually read the books yeah <laughs> um okay the my other piece of news here is kind of it's kind of like a couple of pieces of news so okay. did you know that they are making an adaptation of the summer i turned pretty you didn't know. No. Okay, so that's the first piece of news. Because um, I didn't even know that that was happening. That's and very it's being made by Amazon. So not oh. by Netflix, who did Jenny Han's, uh, what's the Laura Dean keeps breaking up with? Nope. <laughs> nope. I was close. I was very close. <laughs> to all the boys, all the boys I've, I've loved, loved before. before. The character's yeah. name is Laura Jean. So you can see where my Large. mistake was made. Um, but yeah, so this, first of all, didn't know that that was happening. But the second, the reason that I found out about this, I don't even remember how, but there was basically a disaster that happened here in Nova Scotia. What? The show was being filmed here. And because of COVID restrictions, Amazon decided to just get the hell out of here and film in America instead. Aww. So I'm really sad because um, 
it would have been really cool to like be able to go and visit like maybe some of the filming locations or, yeah. or anything or just to you know just to be known it was filmed in Nova Scotia would have been really cool um yeah there's a cbc article it's it's titled quite a blow amazon series pulls out of nova scotia due to covid19 restrictions film union rep shelly bibby says it means millions of dollars in lost wages uh this article was written by felicia chandler for cbc but yeah um oh yeah i love the first sentence a new Amazon Studio series expected to film this summer in Nova Scotia has become a multi-million dollar casualty of the pandemic's third wave in the province. So it's quite a blow. It really shocked quite a few people, says Shelly Bibby. <laughs> it's, it, is, it, is, it is disappointing because obviously um, stuff like that is really important to provinces like this. You know, it's a small province. And so when a big project like that shows up that can hire loads of people and bring some awareness to the shores and stuff here, it is a shame. It is a shame. But anyway, so it was kind of two newses in one. Number one, that's happening. And number two, it's not happening here. <laughs> right. Wait, so sorry. Is it a movie or a TV series? It's a TV series. Oh, that's very cool. I know. Man, I can't wait to jump back into that summer teen drama. I really loved those books back when I read them. Yeah. Is that the one that... Really invested in Belly. <laughs> is that the one that you looked like? You look like the girl on yeah. the cover. You... Yeah. Everybody always told me that I looked like the cover Do you model see it? Do on you the see original it? covers. I do kind of see okay, it. Okay. Yeah. Because it's you. I think she's prettier than me, but it's okay. <laughs> It's a hundred percent you. I didn't even notice that there's these two other guys on this cover. I was just like, that's the Raylene book. And then I just looked yep. it up and there's these two other young men there. Um, yep. But yeah, so anyway, I thought that was some fun, some fun news right there. That is fun but news. But it is now time for book holds. Raylene, what do you got? Well, today I um, decided to pick a book that is an older book that has a beautiful new edition. Ooh. So people might be more inclined to pick it up because there's a beautiful new edition. It's Dawn by Octavia E. Butler. Oh, yeah, you sent me I this. Saw this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw it when I was in a bookstore in Vancouver a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, what? what is this book? And then when I looked it up later and saw the original cover, I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've definitely seen this book around. I just... The new cover is incredible. Yes. Um, so this is obviously a sci-fi book because Octavia E. Butler wrote sci-fi and it came out in 1987. Mm. And I will read you the synopsis. <clears throat> Lilith Iapo has just lost her husband and son when atomic fire consumes Earth, the last stage of the planet's final war. Hundreds of years later, Lilith awakes deep in the hold of a massive alien spacecraft piloted by the Onkali, who arrived just in time to save humanity from extinction. They they have kept Lilith and other survivors asleep for centuries as they learned whatever they could about Earth. Now it is time for Lilith to lead them back to her home world, but life among the Onkali on the newly resettled planet will be nothing like it was before. Oh, sounds it's kind of scary. Sounds but, cool. But cool. I yeah, love, I love scary, alien cool. stories. I'm Just reading that synopsis made me realize, I'm like, that's very yeah. interesting and I'm very intrigued yeah. by it. So once I'm allowed to buy books again, maybe I'll pick up that beautiful new copy. But yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Octavia E. Butler. I read Kindred a few years ago and really, really loved it. So I've been trying yeah. to find another book by her that I could um, really get into. Her Parable of the Sower didn't quite do it for me, unfortunately, but maybe Dawn I remember that. will be the one. Damn. Yeah. I feel like we talked about a lot of books in this episode. We really did. We really good for did. us. It's a book podcast, so that means we did a good job. It's true. I mean, yeah, most of the books are ones that we just bought and haven't read, but that's okay. Hey, listen. There you we'll go. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> 
We're on our way. Yeah. Thank you so much to everyone for hanging out with us. Like we mentioned, we have a Patreon. That is the best way to support the old pod. If you like what we do, if you enjoy our episodes, maybe you want to become a part of our Patreon community. It's honestly a really good time. I love those peeps. Yeah. So um, that's patreon.com forward slash books unbound. We're going to go right now and record a mini podcast that we do every week in tandem with our main episode. So if you want to check that out, it'll be waiting for you. Mm -hmm. We sit right there. I don't know which one it is. It's like episode 40 of our mini podcast or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks so much to everyone for hanging out with us. We hope that you have a nice week and we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye.